Odyssey app. Now, it's time for Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. All right, welcome into the show. Normally, you'd be hearing Mark Dondero's voice right now screaming at you, trying to wake you up. But no more. He gone. Devin. Devin's still here. Joe's still here. And filling in for Mark this week, none other than Scott Cordishi. So we got an edition of Kitchen and Cordishi this week, 9 to 11, here on 103.7 WEEI. Um, yeah, Mark's no more. It's been an amazing seven years. It's been so much fun, but uh, it's all over now. And in a couple of weeks, I'll have a new co-host. And Scott, this might be news to you, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll spoil it right here, right now. In a couple of weeks, because he couldn't find another job. The show is going to be Breakfast with Bill and Ben. Yep. Bill Belichick will be my co-host starting in a couple of weeks. Couldn't find a gig. Sorry for him. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a pay cut. Just a little bit. $25 million down to uh, 50 bucks an hour. But I, I, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be I fine. Love media job we thought Bill would take up. I love it. You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. And who better than start with me? Look. Um, yeah, so there's a lot going on this week, and it was, I think, a lot of people in the media over the last two months, once it, once it was kind of a foregone conclusion that Bill Belichick was no longer going to be the head coach of the Patriots, everyone was throwing out scenarios, seemed like Atlanta was the, the hot location of the last couple of weeks, but that didn't happen. Raheem Morris is now the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. They chose Raheem Morris, a retread. Over Bill Belichick, a man with six rings. Make this make sense to me, Scott. That is, to me, shocking. That, that's the part of the story that nobody's focused on. Does anybody out there in, in think that Raheem Morris is a better head coach than Bill Belichick? Like, I could see if they wanted to go Mike Vrabel. I could see if they wanted one of these young offensive assistants, right, these new wave offenses in the NFL, grab somebody from Detroit, grab somebody from the Rams, grab somebody from San Francisco, Raheem Morris, 21-38, and 38, a 356 winning percentage as a head coach, three years in Tampa and almost a full season as the interim head coach in Atlanta in 2020. I am, I'm stunned that he was the choice over Belichick. Not that they didn't pick Belichick, even though everything was pointing there, but the fact that they picked Morris as the guy to lead them could not understand that. You're right. If it was Vrabel or Harbaugh or one of these other guys that has more of a pedigree of winning in the NFL – you at least understand it. They're significantly younger than Bill is. Um, seemingly, the the desire for complete control doesn't necessarily come with them the way it does with Bill. And that that's what we learned from the Charles Robinson report. Uh, I don't know if you read this on Yahoo Sports this week. Charles Robinson basically broke it down saying that Bill wanted essentially too much power. He wanted the whole football operation under him, and that was kind of the sticking point, whereas Arthur Blank was cool with it, but the people who were in management there... We're not cool with it. And then, but that, that makes me think and, and makes me confused and, and wonder why, if I'm Arthur Blank, am I going to trust these other guys that have been in management underneath me and we've had zero success? We've had one run to a Super Bowl and we absolutely blew it. Why I'm going to trust those guys over Bill? Because that's essentially what it came down to, right? Yeah. 
I, I see. I read this slightly differently. I know everybody says Bill Belichick wanted complete control like he had in New England. I don't believe that. And I'm going to go back to what Belichick said in his final week as Patriots head coach when he said, I'd be willing to do whatever. When he was asked, would you be willing to give up his personnel responsibilities and just coach the team? And he, and he made that consent publicly, which he rarely does. I think at this stage of his career, he'd be okay with just being the head coach, provided there was a good structure and good people in place to run the personnel side of the operation. I think what Bill Belichick saw was, and we saw Blank do this, he ended up, uh, you know, essentially telling Rich McKay, sorry, you're no longer in charge of the football operation. And now everything, the final say for all personnel matters goes through Blank. And if I'm Bill Belichick, you want to work in that type of situation? I know I don't. And I'm not saying Belichick turned him down. What what I'm saying is I think Bill could have, would have coached without having personnel responsibilities, but I think he wanted somebody that he thought was competent having a final say on personnel, and I don't think Arthur Blank is that guy. Yeah, something stinks out of Atlanta because there's a, there's a reason why none of the other – big head coaching free agents right now were even really attached to that job. You never really heard Harbaugh being attached to it. You never heard Vrabel being attached to it. You never heard Pete Carroll. Actually, I haven't heard Pete Carroll be attached to anyone. But nobody other than Bill, that was a big name, was attached to that job. So it kind of leads me to believe something stinks down in Atlanta. Well, here's the other thing, too. And, I, and, and again, this is my reading of the situation. And I think this would have been like that no matter where Belichick interviewed. As it turns out, only Atlanta was interested. But had Belichick interviewed anywhere else, I think the same type of thing would have happened. The word was blank really wanted Belichick. But nobody else in the organization did. Well, why didn't anybody else in the organization want Belichick? You know why? Because they assumed that he would come in and want to do things his way, and that meant trouble for them, and that meant that their job security wasn't as secure as it was before he arrived, so to speak. So I think they were all in cover-your-own-ass mode. That's what I think. You know, that's why I think he got all the negative reviews from everybody else in the Falcon organization because they were worried about what would come of them and their jobs. So that's just my read on it, and I think that's ultimately why Blank went in a different direction because everybody else in the organization is like, nope, nope, we didn't like him. Yeah, that, that's a questionable move for me, you know, from Arthur Blank. You, you're the owner, and it hasn't been good there. You have some talent there. You have, you know, a couple of high – High draft picks over the last couple of years. B. John Robinson looks to be fantastic. you got to figure out how to get him the ball more consistently. Kyle Pitts has underperformed, but he still looks like he might be able to break out and be one of the true premier tight ends in the league. Drake London looks like he could be you know, a top 10 wide receiver in the league in a couple of years. So it's, it's a weird situation. If I was Arthur Blank, I would have just said, okay, I'll get rid of these other guys. Not that I would necessarily be overly in love with Bill, I probably wouldn't have gone either direction if I was in his situation. I would have done what it seems like is the hot thing around the league, which is trying to find one of these young, offensive-minded head coaches. Sure. And then, if they went there, I then would have understood it far more than I understand Raheem Morris. I know he was an interim coach there, so he probably has friends there. They probably liked what he did. They didn't like him enough because they hired Arthur Smith instead of him. But, man, it's a really, really bizarre situation. Here's the bottom line. This is a huge loss for the NFL. The fact that Bill Belichick won't be coaching somewhere in 2024 is a gigantic loss for the NFL because 
the focus that would have been on Bill and that franchise this season, it would have been just like Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay in year one, not just for Patriot fans. The whole NFL would be watching. How is Belichick going to do with another franchise? Can he win somewhere else without Tom Brady? And particularly had he gone to a, a franchise with talent like a Dallas or a Buffalo, had they opened up? I mean, that would have been like one of the most delicious storylines there could have been in the NFL in 2024 and we're being deprived of it well it's almost like the nfl learned from bill belichick and said you know what we'll get rid of you a year too early we don't want to hold on to you for too long good point it's like the entire nfl came together and was like nah we're good we don't need to do this experiment anymore he's such a pain in our ass he's a pain in the competition committee's ass he's a pain in the media's ass he's a pain in you know uh, the front office of the NFL down in New York, he's a pain in their ass, he's a pain in everyone's ass, and they're like, eh, let's just wash our hands of this. Let's move on. Do you think D'Amico Ryan's success in Houston had something to do with it as well? Because I don't think many people projected success for D'Amico Ryan's like he had this year, right? Do you think that that had something to do with it? You know what, maybe we need to get some younger blood in here uh, Belichick at his age, maybe doesn't relate to today's players like he did. I, I just wonder how much that played into it as well. Well, I think that might have helped if Kraft wasn't already sure about what he was going to do before the season, seeing how that played out. That might have helped Kraft be emboldened and say, you know what? We got a similar situation here. Former player, linebacker, he can lead men. Let's just make that decision. That could have helped lead there. But it, it, it shows that the entire NFL is trying to go with this youth movement, particularly at head coaches around the NFL. I, I applaud owners because 15, 20, 30 years ago, it was just recycle, 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 recycle. Some guy would flame out somewhere and he'd immediately get a job somewhere else and then flame out in another three years and then get another job. So I think... Owners in the NFL are doing a much smarter job in trying to say, okay, this isn't working, so we have to pull the plug and we got to go with something new and let's evolve with it. So I'll at least give owners, you know, slight applause in trying to wake up over the last couple of years. I just wanted to see Bill go to a team and have talent to coach because, as we've pointed out many times, Bill Belichick, the GM, let Bill Belichick, the coach, down at the end of his tenure here in career. Too many consecutive bad drafts, too many bad personnel moves, free agency, too many bad decisions as to who to keep, who to let go. And that's why it ended the way that it did for Bill Belichick here. If he had gone to a Dallas or a Buffalo, I think he would have won and won at a high level. I, I truly believe that because, you know, while I'm one of the guys that thought it was more Bill than Brady when the two got divorced, I, I fully admit. We now know it was definitely more Brady, but I think it was so much deeper than just Tom Brady. I mean, you go back and look at Bill's career here in New England. Super Bowl 36, it was his brilliant defensive game plan to hit Marshall Falk in every snap of the ball. They won that Super Bowl largely on defense and special teams that season. Um, you know, you can say Super Bowls 36 and 38. Who was the, the star of the game? Maybe Adam Vinatieri. He hit the game winner in both. Um, I remember early in Peyton Manning's career, the four interception game here in Foxborough where Ty Law had three, mm -hmm. Rodney Harrison had one. Super Bowl 39, who was the MVP of that game? Deion Branch, a guy drafted by who? Bill Belichick. Super Bowl 49, who made the play of the game? Malcolm Butler, a guy that was an undrafted free agent. 
by Bill Belichick. Super Bowl 51, great comeback against the Falcons down 28-3. Who could you argue was the star of that game? Some might say James White on offense. I would say Dante Hightower on defense. Another Bill Belichick draftee in Super Bowl 53. They certainly didn't win that on the arm of Tom Brady. They beat the Rams 13-3. They played pretty damn good defense. My point is Belichick during his career had a lot of talent here to win with in addition to Tom Brady, but that talent, both from a coaching staff standpoint and from a a player standpoint, it just dwindled over the last 10 years, and that's why it ended the way that it did here in New England, and that's why I wanted Bill to go to a franchise that had that talent in place to still see if he has it. Yeah, I agree with you. I wanted This whole time I wanted him to end up in Buffalo um, because I thought that was – not only the juiciest thing for, as a Patriots fan, to go up against Bill two times a year and have it matter, and maybe Bill has a chance to break that. He could Kurt Schilling this and break that Buffalo curse of what's going on. There was so much juice there if the Bills decided to go that route, and they didn't. And right now, Bill Belichick, and I'll still call him the greatest head coach of all time, is without a job after a 4-13 and season. It's astounding. I, I, I am surprised that there was not more, at least more action for him. Not necessarily that he doesn't have a job right now, but that there weren't more teams at least interested and involved in trying to interview him, trying to get him here. It, 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 it's pretty stunning to me, um, knowing how the NFL has worked over the last 25 years, that more teams at least weren't sniffing around trying to figure it out. And now it looks like if he's going to coach again, it's going to have to be starting in 2025. Well, time out. Time out. Did you see Adam Schefter a couple of days ago? Uh, remind me what Schefter said. Schefter speculated that Andy Reid could strongly consider retiring once the Chiefs postseason run is over with this year, and that maybe, just maybe, the Chiefs would consider replacing Andy Reid with Bill Belichick. Ooh. You buy any of that? Ooh. Ooh. That's interesting. That raises some interesting legacy questions. If that, if that scenario were to play out, that raises some very interesting Bill Belichick legacy questions because right now it's hurting. And I want to talk about some more of that. I want to talk about Bill Belichick's legacy, how it stands right now, where it could stand in the future when we come back. Uh, join the show, 401-777-1037. But right now, Scott's favorite part of our show, Trending with Devin. Do it.